I am obsessed with uh, American Idol. I love it. I absolutely love it. What was it? Like going to the beach all by yourself with your friends. It was amazing. We all know stoners aren't stupid today. <laughs> and now it's time for episode 159. <laughs> What's happening, TWT fans? It's so good to be back on this April 20th, 2023, and I'm so glad to have you all here with me. Woo! It's a great day, isn't it? It's one of my favorites. It's one of my favorites. But before I get into any of that, let me start off by saying thank you. Thank you to all my subscribers. Thank you to all the new subscribers. If you are new to the episodes, you're new to the channel go and click that subscribe button, all right? Go ahead and click that subscribe button. It's the one thing I'm asking everybody to do. It's the most important thing you can do for this podcast. So go ahead and click, smash, stomp on that subscribe button. Um, if you want to get more involved with the podcast, T-A-L-K-I-N with Topher at gmail.com. That's talking with Topher at gmail.com. Whether you have a story, you have questions, you just want to get involved with the podcast, go ahead and type it out or you can send a video or audio, all right? Just keep it under 60 seconds and make sure you send that all over to T-A-L-K-I-M with Topher at gmail.com. And of course, if you want to catch more episodes, see what's going on on social media, you can get all of those links right here by clicking this link tree. That's right. Click the link tree, gives you access to everything TWT. You can go follow, you can go subscribe, and you can go check it out on multiple platforms. And all right, what's happening? It's a beautiful day. It's 420, everybody. This is one of my favorite days. I know, I know. Most people are like, oh, it's so stupid. Hey, I don't enjoy most of the holidays that happen. This is one that I really enjoy. Why why does everybody get so upset about it? Oh, you're just a stupid stoner. We all know stoners aren't stupid today. <laughs> Not stupid at all. Um, but I do enjoy this day. I, I think, I'm not sure, but I think I'm going to be at a, a gathering for Rap City, uh, some type of expo. Um, and if I am there, well, I hope I'm having fun. <laughs> There's going to be lots of drinking and lots of mingling. I'm not drinking, but I can still mingle, you know? And I think that's where, unfortunately, us as addicts, we have uh, small issues. You know, we feel like we can't be part of something if what we're addicted to is there. And I don't think that's the right way to think about it <clears throat> at all. No. I mean, don't get me wrong. The first two years... I couldn't step foot in a bar. I wouldn't go to a liquor store. I wouldn't go anywhere. But to go to a gathering now is much easier than it was before. Because it's easy for me to say no to alcohol. I've been doing it for six and a half years. It's so easy. Somebody offers me, oh, no, no, no thanks. I'll take, I got a water. You know, I'm just going to make sure I have a water on me at all times. You just be like, no, I'm good. I'm good. You know, that stuff's not quenching your thirst anyways. And if it turns out to be a really hot, sunny day, I mean, everybody's just dehydrating themselves. I mean, happy hangover to you, right? I'd rather be smoking a fat joint, hitting the rig, and just enjoying the sunshine while drinking some more water and staying hydrated. Um, but I do, I, do enjoy, I do enjoy 420. I think it's a fun day. You can make it a fun day. You don't have to do anything crazy. Most of the time, I don't do anything crazy. I stay home. I stay home a lot. Um, but you still got to have some fun, you know? So I hope everybody out there has a happy 420 today. I really do. Um, 
this is crazy to me, right? I come from a different world, I think. I, I, <laughs> what's going on with the youth today? What is happening out there? I just recently uh, was working with a GM, and he told me that he was going to the DMV to help, no, not help, to take two of his kids to go get their licenses. And I was like, oh, okay, that sounds cool. And he told me that one of them was 16, which, no shocker. I mean, I, I think you can get your license at 15 and a half with parental consent. I don't know if that's a thing anymore. Like I said, I come from a different world, I feel. But he was like, yeah, my other one's 18. And I'm like, 18? What's that all about? And he's like, well, the kids today, or the, or the youth, I should say, because technically when you're 18, you're an adult. I get it. I'll still think of you as a kid. But you wait? You're waiting now. It's very interesting to me that you're waiting. And he said, yeah, because they can have food delivered. They can have this delivered. They can... Uh, they don't have to leave their house. There's Amazon. There's all these delivery services. And if they need to go anywhere, they just Uber. And I'm like, yeah, but they need money for that. Oh, yeah, they just Uber to their jobs. What? Wow. See, when I got first introduced to Uber, it was for people who drank and couldn't drive. Now, so many people are using it on a regular basis that it's literally become people's transportation from day to day. Blew my mind. It blew my mind that everybody's waiting to get their license. What do you, he told me that they're afraid. You're afraid? You're afraid to drive? Well, why? I mean, it's crazy out on the road today. You got to be a little aggressive, a little patient. But I couldn't wait to get my license. Couldn't wait. I mean, granted, I lost it just as fast as I got it. And I lost it multiple times for years. But I loved driving. I still enjoy driving today. I do have to travel quite a bit for my job. Uh, so I'm on the road all the time. Luckily, every store is within 30 minutes of each other. But to be afraid of driving, I mean, I think your parents did you wrong. I think, they, I think they did it wrong, you know? But if you were to grow up the way I grew up, well, it, social services would be at your fucking house ripping you away from your parents because it's friggin' um, not child abuse, but maybe neglect. And I didn't think I was getting neglected. My parents gave me the key to the house. It was awesome. I was in charge. I still had to do all my chores. I had to do all my responsibilities and take care of my sister and make sure that she was still alive when they got home. But that was great responsibility. That showed me that I can do things now that I screw it up. Did I throw parties? Did I do things I wasn't supposed to and probably got caught? Yeah, that's how we learn. We're all going to do stupid shit. We're all going to make terrible decisions. We all are. I mean, I know people in my, my age bracket that still make terrible decisions. Terrible. You know? But I learned what responsibility was. I had hardships that I had to get over. And now they've made me a much stronger person. And, you know, I may sit here like I know something, but I only know me. I only know my experiences and what I went through. But having all of those hardships, having all of those responsibilities, and, and, and getting out there, and driving, I mean, what was it like going to the beach all by yourself with your friends? 
It was amazing. That's what it was. It was freedom. Absolute freedom. But don't be scared to drive. Get excited. Granted, probably can't find a fucking car. I mean, it's crazy, right? I mean, it, it's so difficult today. Because you're like, oh, yeah, I can go get my license. But good luck finding a decent car. It's almost impossible. You know, used cars went way down again. So they don't hold the value that they were holding because they were so scarce. So I lost my shirt on my car. But that's how it goes. That's a hardship. Get over it. Fucking move on. Figure it out. That's what that's what life is. Shit's messy. It's incomplete. There's always unfinished business. There's always something in the way. There's always something that's going to come up next. There's always something that's going to break. You're going to have to fix it. That's my biggest problem. I can't get over that. I hate fixing things. I'm tired of fixing things. Let's put it that way. I'm really good at fixing things. I'm just really tired of doing it. You know? And that's what I've learned I have to do. You know, this new position I'm in, same thing. It's like always open-ended. There's always something going on. I try to get a piece of it done, and all of a sudden, I hit a roadblock, and it's like, okay, got to deal with it tomorrow. I can't do anything else today. I've done everything I can up to this point. We'll, do, we'll deal with it tomorrow. And, 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 and I've realized that, you know, as a control freak and alcoholic, I always want everything to be started and finished. Started, finished. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I like to check boxes, right? I like to check boxes. I hate having things open. I hate having things that I'm in already doing just go on forever. I mean, I literally have a different respect for heights. <laughs> I'm not fearful of heights. I just respect them. <laughs> now, I don't want to fall. I'm not going to bounce. I know what's going to happen. I'm going to get fucking hurt. So I just have a respect for heights now. I don't think it's as much fun being up on my roof as I did when I was young. You know? I don't know if it's my eyes going bad and my depth perception's off. I don't know. I don't know where it's coming from. But my claustrophobia has also gotten worse. You ever watch those rock climbing videos? Or or cave diving videos I think it is and they go into these caves and they're like this wide at first and then it just gets narrower and narrower and narrower and all of a sudden they literally get to a point where they know because they've done it uh, multiple times they've done it but they know that there is an opportunity where they possibly could get stuck and now you're inside a cave on a mountain, and I'm already getting sweaty palms from it. It freaks me out. Freaks me out. And I'm like, oh, this is weird. This never used to freak me out. Why is this freaking me out now? Oh, because I'm old, and I understand. I understand that I don't want to be there. I don't want to be stuck in that. I mean, do I get claustrophobic like in an MRI or something? No. No, I don't. Because why? Because I know mentally I can get out of that thing. Right? I might screw up the x-ray, whatever. But I know I can get out. But man, watching them cave diving people, it was, whew. It, it, it got my heart racing. And I was like, oh, maybe maybe I do have a slight, maybe Maybe my claustrophobia has gotten a little bit worse, you know, just like having respect for heights is just it's when I go up a ladder, I'm like, OK, I'm very conscious of how high I'm, I'm going up. You know what I mean? So have fun, try things. And you know what? If something goes wrong, well, I hope you learn from it and I hope you don't hurt yourself. OK, I don't want anybody to hurt themselves, but we all make stupid decisions. We all hurt ourselves. We all have hardships and we all have issues that we got to get over and things that we have to deal with later on in life. But maybe, just maybe, if you deal with them now, you won't have to deal with them when you're my age. 
you recognize something that you already have to face, you might want to just face it because it's really not that much fun to do when you're my age, you know, you know, so. Uh, let's take a quick break so I can tell you all about slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. That's slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. And if you put in promo code T-O-P-H-E-R before you check out, you're going to get an extra 10% off your entire purchase. All right. You don't know how to spell it. It's right here at the bottom of the screen. Or you can go into the description below the video where every link is available and go ahead and that link and go to slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com today. These new kid tees are awesome. Money Hungry Gorilla? What? Look at that print. Yes, everybody. I, I, I can't get enough of uh, their clothing. It's just amazing. And as you can see, the new spring line is out. They have new Pillow covers. Don't you want these? Slow down multi-use zipper pouch with the patch on it. Slow down food dog pillow cover. Slow down tiger pillow cover. Of course, you got the snake and coil machine matching set. So you're going to get the socks. You're going to get pins. You're going to get the hat. You're going to get the t-shirt. The you can buy the shirt by itself. You can buy the pin. You can buy the hat. Of course, the whole set's 50 bucks. So you're going to save some money. I mean, it's 50 bucks for the hat and the shirt alone. Just amazing. I mean, this stuff just goes on and on. And there's more coming all the time. All the time, people. So go to slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com today. That's right. Right now. Go and put everything in your cart. And before you check out, make sure you put in promo code T-O-P-H-E-R to get an extra 10% off your entire purchase and let TWT save you some money today. And we're back. Woo! You know what that means. It's time for Topher's Topics. Yeah, here we go. Oh, and uh, before I get into that, even though I just started it, um, I'm officially off vapes. Yep. So, for you, it's April 20th. For me, it's the 11th. So, um, as of today, no more vaping. All done. Um, and uh, just pouches. So, <laughs> it has not been easy. Boy, oh boy. It was weird. Morning coffee was odd. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. I'm excited for it. I've been excited to get off these damn vapes for a while, and uh, it's 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 finally happening. And now, um, you know, I got to go through all the new withdrawals of uh, changing coils, filling juice, vaping with my coffee, vaping at home, vaping while watching TV, vaping in the car. You know, the only place I wasn't vaping was at work. Um, and then I stopped bringing it places to kind of make the longevity of the juice last. And, well, it's all done now. So, just pouches. All right, what we got going on here today? I thought this was interesting because of the simple fact that we're always talking about, and this is probably going to get me flag again, but we're always talking about, you know, the ice is melting. The ice is melting, and because it's melting, the world is going to burn up into a crisp. Hey, check this out. Study explains how primordial life survived snowball earth. Huh? What do you think of that? At one moment in time, right? An illustration shows earth during the... <clears throat> Marinone Ice Age. Now, I don't know what that is. M-A-R-I-N-O-A-N. Ice Age. Which was 651 to 635 million years ago. I think we should pump the brakes on um, dating shit. Because, well, as we already found out, Egypt is older than we thought. So, I don't know if this is true. I, I do think it's very interesting, though. 
When ice sheets covered most of the planet's surface, the new study suggests the presence of open waters in both low and mid-latitude oceans rather than a planet completely frozen over. Okay, so this is ocean, and then in the center, which is our equator, had ocean, which would make sense, right? Because the equator is where the majority of the heat is. So that means it's, if this is the side of the planet, right? This is our equator, which means the ice melted like this, right? And then like made its way around because our earth is not flat, right? So it's around. Um, but so let me read on life on our planet faced a stern testing during the cryogenic Cryogenin cryogenin period that lasted from 720 million to 635 million years ago when Earth twice was frozen over with runaway glaciation and looked from space like a shimmering white ball. Really? How do we know this? How do we know? How do we know? Although, if this is partially theoretically true, well, then that means for 720 million years, right? Because it's still melting today. It's always been melting. It's always been melting. Life somehow managed to survive during this time called Snowball Earth. And a new study offers a deeper understanding as to why. Um, but yeah, so you're going to have to read the article um, if you want to know why. But isn't that wild? So these are our oceans here. Right? And that's, a, that's the equator. Now the only question I have, because... Supposedly, if this is true, that means this is, I think, Asia, right? And this is South America, North America, Canada, right? These should all be one piece. That's right. Yeah, it should all be one piece because... All of our continents were connected at one point. They were all connected. And then the Teutonic, Teutonic, I don't know, the plates. They shifted, earthquakes, shit cracked. When it cracked, the water separated it. So if this is true, that means that the world's been melting for a long time. Long ass time. So again... Is it all our fault? I think, no, I don't. I don't think it's our fault. Now, my next one here, I am obsessed with uh, American Idol. I love it. I absolutely love it. I think it's, I think I mentioned this before. It's because I used to think I could sing. Okay. I'm going to put it in those words because I don't believe I can sing anymore. But, oh my God. Katy Perry, and I don't know if she was being rude, but the girl came on, said some stuff about her mom, and Katy Perry kind of brushed it off, and I don't know if she bashed the mom. We'll have to watch the video and see what they say. But I watched the whole thing and live, and I didn't think she was being rude. I, I think the Internet's got to fucking stick up their ass today. I really do. Um, but let's watch this video. Katy Perry is coming under fire for some comments she made on American Idol. And it's all coming from a contestant who just auditioned. Katy Perry has officially been called out by an American Idol contestant for mom shaming. The judge made a joke about one hopeful contestant that isn't landing well with many audiences. It's Anne Lawani reporting with all the details. American Idol, which is now in its 31st season of the singing competition, has seen a mass amount of contestants and judges alike. Perry, who's been a judge on the show for quite a few seasons now, has had some viral moments from the show about gun reform. What you doing, Katy? Our co 
facts. To her just being her authentic, everyday, goofy self that many love. However, on the March 5th episode that aired, not everyone is loving this comment. 25-year-old contestant Sarah Beth came hopeful as ever to potentially make it through to Hollywood in the latest auditions for the panel of judges, including Lionel Richie, Luke Bryan, and of course, Katy Perry. During her time with the trio, many of the judges were enamored with her youthful appearance, claiming the singer appeared to look like a 16-year-old. However, the contestant laughed and corrected the judges with, quote, you guys are my favorite. I have three kids. Cannot be 25. What are you saying? Yes. Hey, why does everybody get pissed off? She, they said she looks 16. That's a compliment. I get told I look 30. Thank you. Take the compliment and move on. 25. No, I, 16. 16. I mean, come on. Bless you guys are my favorite. Sarah Beth's comment yeah, on see? motherhood shocked the judges and caused Perry to slowly get up with her shocked face and melt onto the judge's desk. Sarah claimed, quote, if Katie lays on the table, I think I'm going to pass out. Man, what are you saying? Uh, <laughs> you okay, Katie? Nope. It's okay. If Katie lays on the table, I think I'm going to pass out. Three kids. <laughs> Honey, you've been laying on the table too much. Yeah, no. And now in a viral TikTok, the singer went on to exclaim how embarrassing this moment was, especially on live TV. I mean, it was embarrassing to have that on TV and it was hurtful and, you know, <laughs> that's that. The contestant ended up making it. Oh, fucking bullshit, man. You're ups. It wasn't about them talking about her mom. I'm an idiot. Her. Yeah, you have three kids. Hey, hey, calm down. All right. And you know what? I think I've made one of those comments to my sister-in-law. She has five. Hey, hey, stop it. Huh? through to the next round thanks to the judges' votes, but many have poured out their comments and love to Sarah Beth. All of the Katy Perrys of this world, they think you have an opinion about how many children somebody has or how young they are when they have them. You don't. You don't have an opinion. The star went on to say, quote, I think- I do have an opinion. I got a microphone and a camera. I got a fucking opinion. Fuck you. <laughs> I think that women supporting and uploading other women is so cool and I think that mom shaming is super lame. I think that it's hard enough to be a mom and it's hard enough to be a woman. Sarah also went out of her way to shout out all the other moms who are taking care and loving their families as well. Others are reflected on some of the other comments that Katie made during this audition, claiming that she has been too harsh on contestants, including Sarah Beth. It was a little bit of like I, church I, choir and- Is and this your dream? We um, is it now? Uh, if it's not your dream, you, you might need to leave because there's a lot of dreams behind you. Right. Literally. And without, it, uh, that's a true statement though. If it's not your dream, then you're taking it away from somebody else who has this dream. If you're just doing it to do it, then I agree with Katy Perry. I agree with both, all of them. If it's not your passion, then it's not for you. You have to be passionate about what you're doing or it's no good. I have passion for this. That's why I keep doing it. I love it. I keep doing it and I keep get, getting more excited about it and I put more passion into it and that's what's important. That's what you need. You need to have passion if you're going to continue through. And you know what? I'll, I'll say what I have to say after this. Literally, I'm still processing. I can't even, like, answer. Like, this is so much. There has not been an official response from Katy Perry as of this time, but we'll keep you updated. For more news, find sportstraining.com and find me at Annie Hey, look. I'm not mom shaming, all right? There is a shortage of people right now. We can tell that the younger generation is not having as many kids. People are waiting longer to have kids. So there are less today, less people today. Well, there's going to be less people in the future than there are today. Because of the simple fact we're going to have more old people than young people, that's going to make a tremendous uh, shift in things. But does one woman have to have three, five, seven kids? If you want to, sure. But who are you to tell me 
that I can't say that I think that's too many. Right? Well, that's not fair either. You don't want me to say you're having too many, but you want to tell me I can't say that. That's, that's not how this works, everybody. Freedom of speech is freedom of speech. I can say whatever the fuck I want unless I'm putting it up on YouTube. Then I got to censor myself. But Rumble and Spotify don't give a fuck. Look, it goes all around. I'm so sick of hearing everybody, my feelings got hurt. Boo-hoo. I don't give a fuck. My feelings got hurt for years, forever, still to today. Get over your fucking self, right? And you want to know what this contestant did? She made it to Hollywood Week. She did what she was supposed to. And then she fucking quit. She fucking quit. Why? Because I missed my kids. I thought this was your fucking passion. So you took this away from somebody else. You took it away from somebody else and then you fucking quit like they thought you were going to. So guess what? They weren't wrong. They were right. And she shouldn't have gone through. But because Katy Perry felt like she was being mean, it gave her a pass because she did have a voice. I'm not going to say she couldn't sing. She could. I was super pumped. I was excited for her to move on. And then she fucking threw it away. Well, what the fuck was that all about then? What the hell does this mean? You know what this is? Clickbait. Bullshit. Garbage. That's what this is. That's what the internet's full of. And that's what this young generation wants. And I don't understand it. You don't throw in the towel when you're winning. You fucking go and you finish. And if you lose, cool. At least you gave it an, a, a great effort. But you just throw in the towel? I mean, she literally was making it to the top 24. No, actually, wait a minute. Was it... I think it was the duets. I think it was the duets she walked out on. But makes no sense to me. Makes none. But then you'll make all this noise. Carrie, Katy Perry treated me wrongly. <laughs> she mom shamed me. Oh, fuck off. There's skinny shaming. There's fat shaming. There's mom shaming. There's dad shaming. Fuck all of you people. Get some fucking thicker skin. So this one here I thought was really interesting. I'm actually looking forward to watching the video with all of you. Um, I thought it was an earthquake. Woman's refrigerator explodes less than a year after purchase. Holy shit. I could not imagine this. Uh, I'm hoping we got... I was on the computer, and, and I thought there was an earthquake. It was loud, you know? And I came in, I couldn't believe it. The doors were on the floor. Oh, holy Little shit. Couldn't believe her eyes. <gasps> I just saw the refrigerator doors on the floor Excuse here me. and the holes in the wall. These pictures show destruction throughout her home. Oh, my her God. Exploded. Uh, the whole wall was all knocked in. And the other side of the wall, too. You can see the outside shell of the appliance still in its place with everything inside of it scattered all over her kitchen. The force so great it damaged her stove, walls, and furniture. Huh. Lenore called 911 right away, and firefighters responded. The Person County Fire Marshal tells me there's no evidence of an electrical fire or anything else in the house causing the event, saying whatever happened came from the refrigerator. What? But the exact cause could not be determined. Lenore says she just bought the Frigidaire refrigerator last fall. Just days before it exploded, she says Frigidaire sent a technician to her home after she requested a warranty repair since the refrigerator oh. was making a loud noise. He said, this is your problem. He had the, the freezer part all apart. And uh, <clears throat> he said the fan isn't working properly to keep the temperature regulated. So uh, he had to order a fan. But just days later, before Whoa. the earthquake happened, this is all that's left of Lenore's refrigerator. She called Frigidaire, and it was her homeowner's insurance that ended up covering all of the damage. Oh, yeah. When I reached out to Frigidaire. A representative said in part, 
Consumer safety is our top priority. We have reached out to Ms. Satterwaite to understand more. We are actively reviewing her product and service information records. As for Lenore. I think that for, for somebody to go through what, what I'm going through, yeah. Or, or, or I could have got seriously hurt, huh? She's thankful no one was in the kitchen when it happened. Holy shit, everybody. What? And we have no idea what happened? What model Frigidaire was this? Right? It looks like well, that's a door on the ground. And that looks like the other door. And it looks like a newer fridge. Like one of those ones with the window. So you can like see inside the fridge. Holy crap, man. What? I don't know what I would do. I'm sure like that would... My, I mean, I don't have an open concept, but man, I don't have, it was, you know, it had a wall and then a counter next to it. So when it blew up, it couldn't blow out. It blew the doors off, but we have no idea why this happened. Holy smokes, everybody. That is insane. It's crazy. Crazy town. I've never heard of a fridge exploding. Although, I will say that when I had, uh, I still have it. Uh, well, no, I don't have that original one. Uh, I have the, the one that they replaced it with. I, I gave the original one to my sister-in-law, actually. Because <laughs> she does so much laundry with all those kids. <laughs> um, but the uh, Samsung washing machine that I have, it's a top a top loader with uh, without an agitator. I was always wondering why it didn't have a bed setting, right? I only had like heavy, normal, something else, whatever. And every time I did bedding, I would have to put it on heavy, right? Because that was the only thing that made sense to me. I can't put it on a normal wash, not with bedding. And then all of a sudden, I think it was about six to seven months after we bought it, we ended up getting a, a recall notice. And it didn't happen in New Hampshire, but they were recalling it and allowing you to go buy a new one. It was, it was free. It was just a replacement. Um, you had to go through some paperwork and stuff like that. And then they sent you a sticker decal. But what was happening was is the tops of the washer machine we're just popping right off. <laughs> so I had the, I had these uh, this giant thing for the dial. And what they did was, is they turned heavy into bedding. It's all the sticker did. Everything else stayed the same. It was just instead of saying heavy, it said bedding. Which I was like, obviously, but... There's a lot of people out there that don't think the way I do or have fucking common sense today because it doesn't exist. <clears throat> Unless they Google it and figure it out, then they get some common sense, I guess. I just, it just doesn't exist today. It makes me so angry. But then I had another sticker. It was like a triangle. Oh, my God. It was like a triangle. And you stuck it on the side of the machine in the front. And it had a picture of the lid popping off and it was hitting a stick figure. <laughs> and then I had a giant fucking warning sticker for it for when you lift. Uh, was it lifting open the top or maybe it was like right on the handle? It was like caution. Top could pop off. Stand clear. Something like that. So I ended up you weren't allowed to sell it. If it was still operating properly, you could save it for a backup. And then I ended up giving it away. And luckily, you know, she didn't have any problems with it, but it eventually just died on its own. Um, but so I got the one that I replaced that one with. Um, and it's done fine, but it sounds like it's starting to get a little wonky. I don't think they're supposed to last more than like five, six years now. And I think mine's going on seven. So, But these things happen. These appliances just fucking fall apart, right? The assembly line, the, the fucking people checking everything. They don't exist. I don't know. The robot missed something. But I've never, 
heard of a refrigerator exploding. And if I was them, I would definitely be trying to figure out what the fuck caused that to explode. Um, let's see. You know how much I love mushrooms. I love mushrooms, right? They're amazing. Um, you know, button mushrooms and all kinds of mushrooms, especially psychedelic mushrooms. I love them. They're, I think they're an amazing, amazing species. I don't even consider them a plant. They're not a plant. They're like meat. They're living organisms that are all, I mean, uh, 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 Oh, my God. Friggin' uh, Marcelium is all throughout our planet. That Marcelium communicates with plants and communicates with things. And it, it's an amazing, amazing... I think it's a fruit, right? I think it's a fruit. Are mushrooms a fruit or are they a type of meat? But what's happening here is, is that we have some scientists that are doing some science shit... And in the hunt for compelling alternatives to plastic, researchers in Finland may have just found a winner. And it's already growing all over the sides of trees. That's right. Scientists discover hyper-intelligent, fast-growing mushroom that could have a major impact excuse me, on our planet. Holy shit. Isn't that amazing i think it's so cool that they're gonna take these mushrooms these tinder fungus and they're gonna turn them into plastic the substance in question is a type of mushroom known as forms formiteraris it grows on the rotting bark of trees and has historically been used mainly as a fire starter lending it the nickname Tinder Fungus. It, al- it has also been called Hoof Fungus because it's in the shape that resembles a hoof. However, a research team at the VTT Technical Research Center of Finland thinks that it could be much more than that. F. formiterius fruiting bodies are ingeniously, right? Ingenuously lightweight, biological design, simple in composition, but efficient in performance. The team study, the team study published recently in Science Advances said growing the material using simple ingredients is an alternative solution to overcome the cost, time, mass production, and sustainability of how we make and consume materials in the future. In short, instead of mass producing plastic at an anonymous call enorm- at an enormous cost to our planet in the future, we could simply grow a mushroom with similar structures integrity to plastic at scale. I think this is fucking awesome. Absolutely awesome. I mean, they're going to turn mushrooms into plastic that's because they're amazing i've already said to on the podcast a couple times two people that i think mushrooms came from a different planet they came from outer space they didn't come here they weren't already here right i think there's something more right if 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 the ape theory is correct and apes ate mushrooms expanded their brain and we came out of that that's, I mean, that's magic. That's some fucking crazy novel shit, right? But if they are so capable of helping us, helping us grow back brain material, like the, the electrons in the brain, when you have mushrooms, there's opportunity for those neurons to reconnect and Build the brain back with for brain damage. They have amazing turnouts for people with PTSD. They have amazing effects on helping people quit their addictions. And I believe they're much, much more. And now these scientists in Finland are showing me this. This is amazing. This is great news. These things literally pop up everywhere. 
And they only pop up for a little bit, and then they die. So you just grab them. They're going to die anyways. Once they've fruited, it's not like they're a flower and they're going to bloom again. They're done. It's over. You pick the mushroom, you eat it, you cook with it, you make plastic out of it, and they just come back again. So really, really cool shit. Now, people are going nuts over a squirrel that learned to ring a bell for treats. Now, let me just... I've already watched this video, so I can't have an instant reaction to it. The only thing I want to say right off the top is, everybody out there, okay, will you stop critiquing people and telling people what they should and shouldn't do? And I, I just, I'm so tired of it. Oh, uh, uh, shut the fuck up, you whiny bunch of babies. All right? You keyboard warriors. You basement dwellers. Just stop. It's a squirrel. I'll play the video. You'll understand what I'm saying in a moment. What does this California squirrel have in common with these humans? Ringing for service can drive a person squirrely. See? I heard this like so incessant cute. ringing noise. And I was like, what is going on? And... My coworker was like, oh, we taught the squirrel to ring the bell. Grad students and researchers at this Berkeley microbiology lab enjoy feeding a squirrel who comes to their window ledge. But recently, they trained the squirrel to ring the bell to get a treat. Good job, Cloyver. They named him Cloyver after a famous Cloyver. microbiologist, Albert Cloyver. Online posters were smitten, though someone griped. He only gets one almond after all that? I think we don't yeah. want the squirrel to rely on what do you us mean? as the main source of food. They trained Cloyver by making the bell ring whenever he begged, and if he happened to strike the string, waving his paws, he got a nut. But the peanut gallery complained, lower the bell, jeez. So they not only lowered the string, See? they gave the squirrel a step stool mug. I lengthened the string. You know, I caved into the criticism Why? a little bit. In the immortal words of Lurch, You rang. <laughs> um, I think it's absolutely adorable. But seriously... It's a fucking squirrel, people. That's what they do. They climb. What do you mean he only got one? It's a fucking pest, okay? That this lady is having some fun with. Now, the only reason I would agree with everybody to lower the string or give it something is because over time, its claws are going to ruin that window. That's the only reason I would want to lower the string or give it a cup or a, do something so it doesn't have to climb on the window itself because it's going to damage the property. And I don't want to replace a window because of a stupid fucking squirrel, right? Just because everybody online's like, oh, give it more or, or lower the string, geez. What the, what do you mean? It's a squirrel. That's what they do. They climb. They literally climb everything. And you think... Do you actually think that that squirrel needs more than one nut for doing a cute little trick? If you do, well, you keep doing you because that's ridiculous. First of all, you should never have any rodents near your house, period. Right? So you should get rid of all bushes and trees near your house because it's an easy way for them to access shit. Second of all, if you're going to do something like that, cool. Don't allow it to destroy the property in the, in, the, in the process. And three, don't feed it all the time because it's just going to keep coming back. And then it will be reliant on you because it's not going to do anything else because it realized if I just go ring this bell, I don't have to go hunting for nuts. Well, yeah. Yeah, until you do, right? 
then it doesn't know what to do. So for all of those reasons, I'd say it's cute, but I think you're going to hurt the squirrel in the long run and your property. But just to, you feel bad that it only got one nut, so it should get more? Or you think it can't reach the string easily enough, so it should be lowered? Did you get a fucking trophy when you lost? Because I feel like those are the only fucking people that care about that shit. Everybody should get a trophy. It's not fair. Life's not fucking fair. Get a helmet. (laughs) Fucking A, man. People drive me crazy. Fucking goddamn it. Oh, man. But anyways, everybody, I do hope that you enjoy your 420. All right, go and enjoy your 420. Stay out of trouble. And as always, thank you. Thank you so much for subscribing, sharing, watching. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I hope you're enjoying season four. All right, so share this with everybody you know. Uh, Tell them to subscribe. And as always, thank you so much to all of my subscribers and to all the new subscribers. You know, always, always welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you. Um, If you're new to the podcast, stopping by, checking it out. Somebody sent you the link. Remember to subscribe. All right. It's the one thing I'm asking everybody to do. It's free for you. This ain't free to do. So go ahead and subscribe for me. All right. Most important thing you can do. Um, But if you want to get more involved with the podcast or you got something you need to say or you got a story, send it on over to T-A-L-K-I-M with Topher at gmail.com. That's talking with Topher at gmail.com. And uh, go ahead and send that out. You can do uh, typed out video, audio. Just keep the videos and audios under 60 seconds. And uh, send that over to T-A-L-K-I-N with Topher at gmail.com. That's talking with Topher at gmail.com. Official email of the podcast. Um, And, of course, I'm everywhere. I'm on Rumble. I'm on Spotify. And you can find everything that I do. TWT, social media, and every platform the podcast is on. Audio and video. Uh, by clicking this link tree right here. So click the link tree link that's located in the description below the video and find everything TWT there today. All right, go click it, subscribe, follow. And I hope you enjoy the rest of your Thursday. I hope you have a safe, fun 420. Enjoy your weekend. And as always, I will talk to you later.